What's up design family and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. As always, so glad to have you lovely folks back on the channel. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the golden rules of retail merchandising. So if you're an up and coming brand and you have the idea of setting up a physical store in the future, this episode's for you. Not only are we going to run how to structure your garments on a typical wall display in three key segments, we'll look at two main rules for how you should typically position your clothing. That way it's going to be as accessible to customers as possible and it's going to put things right in front of the customers in a way that's efficient for your retail store floor plan and is also efficient for your customers in terms of how they see it. And then lastly, we'll conclude the episode by looking at the three main types of display stands that you'll have in a store and what types of products go in each and how you should arrange your garments and your clothes in each of these three different display stands to get the maximum amount of return for your time and effort invested. We'll start off by looking at your typical wall display in any retail store. And typically, you'll see these wall displays being segmented into three key categories that are defined by the level at which the product is put. You have a typical wall display of around 240 centimeters from ground to ceiling. At the top third level, which is going to be a level between 180 and 240 centimeters above the ground, here you're going to have items that are hard to reach, you're going to have items that are bought infrequently, and you're going to have typically items if you were to look at your body and an outfit that you would wear. This would most likely be accessories that you'd wear on your head, on your face, so they would serve the purpose of completing whatever outfit set that you had up on display. So these can be things like hats, these can be things like beanie. These can be things like face masks. These can be things like sunglasses. Pretty much anything that you would have at the top portion is going to be something that's going to be bought infrequently. It's going to also be something that's going to conclude the outfit of whatever you're displaying at that moment in time. Because of their height, these items are going to be relatively easy to see, yet they're going to be hard to reach, so they may also require the help of an attendant. That way, your customers are not sort of faffing about and just trying to grab at everything and ruining your display, so bear that in mind. The second zone is called the golden zone, and this is an area between 70 centimeters at the very, very least, all the way up to 180. And usually you'll have this zone split up between a shelf which sits at around 70 centimeters and then a hanger or a rack that sits at about 180 centimeters. These are going to be the items that are going to be grabbed most often. They're going to be the easiest to see, to sort through and to grab. So you wanna make sure that the highest selling items or the items that you know you're going to get the most amount of consumer volume on are put there. These are going to be things like your shirts, your hoodies, your pants, your shorts, your main key items that formulate the crux or the core foundation of your collection. And on that little shelf that I mentioned that is at 70 centimeters, here you wanna have smaller accessories such as pouches, bags, and other things that you know are going to be high margin items, but you also want the customer and encourage the customer to pick them up, to feel them, to play around with them, and to evaluate them. Things like bags are a little bit difficult to evaluate online, they're a bit difficult to evaluate from a distance, they should be interacted with, the customer should be able to see all the pockets, all the zippers, see all of the unique features that they can't just get at a glance. And lastly, the final zone is going to be below 70 centimeters, which is usually going to be below that shelf that you had your accessories on. And then here, you're going to have additional stock for whatever is going to be stocked in your golden zone. This is going to make it easy for your customer reps to be able to restock products that are moving or they have a high turnover. Also, if a customer wants to see another colorway of a specific product that's up on the shelf, 
you may be able to display a hoodie in one or two colors, but it's available in 10 colors. You may be able quickly to grab from underneath that shelf the red hoodie or the blue hoodie that they want in a way that is not obtrusive. So you're giving your store the opportunity to display a wide variety of items, showcasing the depth and quality of your collection without taking up unnecessary physical space in your store. These are going to be items that are easy to see, easy to reach, but they also, because of how they're positioned, may require some customer reps to assist your customers in actually going through and taking or grabbing the items. When it comes to how customers are most likely going to interact with your products or what's going to get their attention when they're in your store. Well, look at a customer as a sort of homing beacon. And as they enter your store, they're scanning the store all around for things and products that may be of potential interest to them. The products that they cannot see as specific as they are and as interesting as they are, if they cannot see them, they're not going to know to look for them. So you wanna always make sure that the right products are always within frame of a customer at all times within the store. And this is where quality level merchandising and merchandise set setting up is going to be key when it comes to how your customer is going to engage with your product. Typically, the optimal viewing angles, if you were to look at your, your peripheral vision straight, and then the optimal viewing angles are going to be anything 30 degrees above or 30 degrees below the line of sight. This is where you're going to get the maximum amount of traffic in terms of customers seeing your product and actually paying attention to the products that are on display. Anything that is extremely out of the way, whether it's in the ceiling or it's underneath a desk, though these may be quality products and they may be displayed beautifully, folded beautifully, hung in a way that is so elegant, but if customers cannot see them or they're not bothered to see them, then you're going to be out of luck. Now, let's look at the width of the display that you should have for optimal viewing or optimal performance of the products on display. Let's just say I'm standing. The optimal space for me to stand in front of the retail display is going to be approximately 110 centimeters. This is going to give me a viewing angle of around 130. So if you have tight and cramped spaces, you're going to want to take that into account to make sure that you have at least 110 centimeters of space in front of your display. That way your customers can actually get a wide and peripheral view of the entire display. If they're so close and they're huddled right against the shelf. Well, then their sight of vision is going to be much, much more narrow and they're just going to feel a lot more claustrophobic and the need to move around much more frequently and not just settle on one or two things. If you can give your customers a nice overview of the retail display, they're able to start to see the products come to life. They're able to see how the color schemes interact with each other, how different products may look and stand next to each other, which is going to lend them and lead them to want to make a bigger purchase to potentially add more items to their final carts and it's going to give them a better impression of the retail and the customer experience overall. As we go into the three main types of retail displays that you may want to evaluate or bring into your store, let's look at the key way that a lot of island displays are actually set up. There's a well-known rule in design called the golden triangle rule and between each medium of design it means something slightly different. But in merchandising, it is the idea that a simple imaginary triangle or a pyramid of sorts in terms of how you arrange your products in a way that gets from shorter or more shallow to taller and taller as you get towards the middle. This type of display is much more slated and much more likely to capture and to keep the attention of your customers versus something that's just completely flat. So when you're creating your retail displays, your island displays, make sure to have something in the middle that is taller than the rest 
that is able to create this triangular effect, capture your customer's attention and to keep them hooked and to get them interested. With some stores, you tend to see they stock the same item in different sizes. And as you move back in the rows, they tend to get higher and higher and higher. Some garments or some clothing manufacturers or retailers, they may have a mannequin in the middle of the island display. Some may have another shelf or another retail display on top of the original island display, creating that hierarchy and calling your attention to the focal point of the display. When it comes to the three types of displays, you have your regular hanger displays or your clothing displays. These are going to be your single, your simple hanger systems. They may be a single tiered hanger system, or they may be a double tiered, or they may be outward facing and inward facing. That way you can have aisles between displays. That way you're able to stock more products in a tighter space. But when it comes to how do we actually stock the products on these displays? There's three main ways. The first one is going to be by category. So you'll have your t-shirts first, and then right after that, you might have your tank tops. And then right after that, you might have your bottoms, your joggers, your shorts. It's typically good practice to keep your tops first and then your bottoms second. Another option is to categorize your retail displays by color. So you would pretty much have all of your colors of a specific palette in one section. You might have all of your salmon colors in one item. So you might have your t-shirt in salmon. You might have your jogger, your hoodie. You might have your, your hoods. You might have your shorts in salmon. And then right after that, you have royal blue. And then right after that, you have green. The change in effect here is that you almost emphasize to the customer that the color is the star of the show here. This is a branding move in my opinion. Typically, brands that want their color selection to be at the forefront of how customers engage and interact with their brands would go with this option. This is typically seen in a lot more street or high fashion brands that want to give you the sense of identity or a clear case of this garment or this collection has a theme to it. And this is our theme and you can see it right front and center as you see the different pockets of colors as you move through the store. The last main way is going to be sets and sets are extremely important as you scale the tiers of fashion. This type of thing may work much better in a high-end fashion store or something that's considered a more luxurious segment of the industry. With sets, what the brand is saying is that this collection has been designed with these specific sets in mind. And though you can buy them separately, individually and mix and match, we want you to know that these products have been designed as a set and they portray that set for you right front and center, hoping that instead of just going for the t-shirt, you may go for the hoodie, the shirt and the shorts. Likewise, you may also want to mix and match different sets between each other, but that's another story for another day. The next category of clothing display that you're typically going to see are islands. And what islands essentially are, are these shelves or these desks, these large tables that are put in the middle of the store and act as focal points. Usually on these shelves or on these tables, you'll have folded garments and other types of mannequin displays that are meant to be right front and center. And there's three main ways of actually pushing and categorizing the items that go on these island displays. The first one is going to be your folding level. And this is typically where you have the same product in maybe different colors or maybe different sizes folded and stacked over each other. And then as you move through the island display, you have different levels of stacking. Maybe you start towards the peripheral part of the island at the lowest level. And then as you move in one row, one row, one row, you begin to stack higher and higher and higher, thereby achieving that golden rule triangle that I spoke to you before. The second way to create visual intrigue and sort of get your customer's attention with an island display is to use extended shelving. So you'll have your core island display, which is a flat surface. 
and then maybe towards the middle, or maybe towards the end, the edges, you'll have another elevated set of platforms that create hierarchy, that create visual intrigue and allow you to stack specific products higher than the rest, not only to create a distinction between them, but maybe also to call attention to a specific set of products. Maybe those items are higher margin items. Maybe they're the newest collection and you want people to pay specific attention to them. Using extended displays can give you that opportunity. Last but not least is the concept of raising displays. And this essentially works on a multi-tiered system where the island itself is not flat. Maybe this island is stacked up against a wall. And what you have is towards the customer and the closest part of the customer, you have the lowest part of the island. And then as you go in towards the wall, you have an increase of 10 centimeters, 20 centimeters, 30 centimeters, putting your garments at different levels and allowing you to also know, okay, this is one product. This is another product. This is a third product. Also creating that visual entry that we spoke about with the golden triangle rule. The last category of clothing display that we typically have is that of accessory shelving. Accessory shelving is what it sounds like. It's a set of shelves that essentially look like pigeonholes. They'll usually be up against the wall and they'll be divided by these longitudinal and latitudinal shelves and separators. And then in each of these different pigeonholes, you'd have a product, whether it's shoes, whether it's hoodies, whether it's accessories, the way that you arrange your products within these shelves actually comes down to your three key categories. First, you make up for a chessboard display where here you're playing on color and you're playing on type. So you may go for alternating types, just as you have a chessboard, you have a checkerboard where it's black, white, black, white. And then as you go down one line, it shifts black, white, black, white. The same is true here. You may use colors to create that. You may use products to create that, but the chessboard displays operates on an alternating row by row and column by, by column arrangement. The second option is a repetitive display where whether you're going in columns or you're going in rows, you have the same product that is continuously repeated on a loop. And this, in my opinion, gives the store a bit of a minimalistic aesthetic and it also showcases the store in a bit of a softer and more utilitarian light. It creates a uniformity to the store that is also intriguing if your brand calls for that. Last but not least, you have your diagonal shelving display where products are intentionally placed in a way that are arranging them by color, by size, or even by actual product type in a diagonal way. So as you step back from the retail display, you're able to see this very clear diagonal attitude or diagonal line going through the shelving display. Well guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider smashing a massive thumbs up. If you guys have ever considered opening up a retail store and you want my personal opinion on how you should create and structure your retail store to increase customer satisfaction, to get the right products in front of your customer's eyes. That way they're making the right purchase, they're increasing your bottom line, your revenue, and you're also projecting your brand in a way that aligns with your core ethos and your core brand values. Then check the link in the description. I offer one-on-one -on -one private consultation calls every single week with limited slots, and I can definitely help you out with that in a way that's tailored specifically to your brand and the history of your brand. Also, if you wanna get more fit design, you wanna interact with us more, you want bonus exclusive content, well, last month we launched an exclusive YouTube members only program. And so far we've launched four free episodes a week. We offer a bunch of discounts on our fit design, fashion resources, digital download store. We offer personalized one-on-one -on -one business training for fashion entrepreneurs, for sports or brands. And I personally respond to all these questions with a personalized video statement and so, so much more. So check out our member section if you guys are interested in that. Guys, 
from the very bottom of my heart. I always say this, but thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Fit Design TV. Thank you for continuously giving me the motivation to get up, to share my knowledge, to create this community, this channel that I have fallen in love with for the last four and five years. Without further ado, until next time, stay awesome.